Hello, everyone, again. This is Dwayne Brummett with Allie Alvarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Good morning, Allie. Good to be with you today. Yeah, you as well, and it's a great Monday again, starting together, and, uh, you know, you, you did some cool stuff over the weekend, getting prepared for the fall, right? You said you were closing up your pool and enjoying one last yeah. freezing, frigid, cold swim. <laughs> well, no, I got a heater, so it wasn't cold at all. When, uh, yeah, you and, I, uh, I don't have a Oh, you got to get a heater, man. I, I kicked it up to 90 degrees yesterday, even though it was like 70, I don't know, 75 outside. So it was, oh, it was wow. like bath water, man. Yeah, it was beautiful. I figured what the heck. I, I actually last don't one. need a heater because my my pool during the summer from the – well, pretty much all day long, even now that the sun is setting, um, it's totally in full sun for like literally from when the sun comes up till the sun goes down. So I'm kind of lucky. So my pool stays at around a good 78, 80 degrees all year round without any heater at all. Hey, did you see the moon last night? I did. That was crazy. Even in this, even the, during the day, it was out. Right? It was kind of gorgeous. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty neat. I guess uh, the, the next blood red moon or whatever it's called isn't until uh, twenty thirty three, is what I heard. So we yeah. got a little while before we get to see it again. Yep, absolutely. But uh, so cool. So we have a really cool call. We talked about some topics. What What are we going to call it today? Well, basically, uh, I, I, I think we kind of need to title it that, uh, you know, motion first. And, right. you know, a lot of us school owners, we hope and wish and pray that it would, uh, we would buy a product and we, you know, maybe turn the key or put a battery in it and we wouldn't have to touch it. And that's not how uh, businesses run and that's not how our, specifically our businesses run. Our business is such a hands-on business uh, to, 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 a better part of the degree, there's a lot of things that we can automate, but there are so many things that are hands-on. And uh, turnkey is nice, but uh, uh, you, you have to do the hard work in order to make the turnkey work sometimes. And, and in most cases, I think that that's the case. I, I, I remember coaching a guy one time where, um, you know, he had a lot of activity. There was a lot of motion, uh, but there was very little accomplishment. Uh, so he was doing a lot of things, but he wasn't getting – the most important things done and you know how it is when I can even remember back in high school where it was so much easier to do the subjects that I liked better um, and uh, so I would do those and then you know I'll take a break and then the ones that were harder for me I didn't really want to come back to do and even do them and so doing the tough and, and really I should have focused in on the tough stuff first and gotten that out of the way and then did the easier stuff later. And, and I find that to be the case in a lot of school owners is uh, they have a lot of activity, but it doesn't necessarily equal uh, accomplishment or they're so burned out that they can't even, you know, move forward uh, per se. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. I, I love one of my classes, most favorite classes to teach is my Saturday morning um, team leadership and character development as well as instructor training. And I have, d- depending on the, sa- it's a Saturday at, at 8 a.m., they're expected to be there 15 minutes early, so it's 7.45. These are all kids and adults that have had a full week of work and have been up late, you know, or whatever, and up early for school all week, and then they have to show up to me on a Saturday morning. So sometimes it's very well attended. Other times it's kind of like sparse. But I, on average, I get about 20 members. I have probably about 40 of them in my instructor training program, but it's interesting because uh, this Saturday my lesson was on how how you know motion, the movement and action of getting up and moving changes your entire 
uh, emotion, the, your entire psychology. And I was showing the students where, you know, they're tired, they're standing on one leg, leaning to the side, looking up into the corner of the room. They're not engaged, you know. And I kept explaining to them, well, be creating energy. And I said, watch what we do. And we did some exercises. We did some fun drills. And, you know, within like 15 minutes, of course, the entire psychology of the class changed. Everyone was up, and now finally they're awake and they're ready to go. Similar to those people that, you know, have to have that jolt. And I, I enjoy my cup of coffee in the morning, um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm i pretty much, the minute I wake up, within 10 minutes, I'm ready to go. I'm, you know, my daughter can't stand it, you know, but uh, but uh, I'm I'm awake, bam, I wake up quickly. So it's that creating that emotion, that motion that changes your emotion, right? And and uh, that that's what I think we're going to tie into our call, how school owners have to kind of go through it in order to be good at it, kind of do it and do it on a regular basis for it to become habitual, habit. What do you think about that? What are your uh, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's we it's the same concept that we teach our students and that we did when we were going through the ranks. You know, the lower ranks is you know our instructor said that you have to practice this, and it's not just um, you know a hundred times. It's not just a thousand times. It's ten thousand times and more. And yeah. it, that's the same thing when we run our businesses as school owners. You know, we have that white belt or yellow belt or orange belt mindset. It's like, okay, yeah, I know it. Um, and yet we didn't do it the hundred times at least, let alone the thousand or 10,000 times. What I, you know, it kind of reminds me of when you had fired that program director and you had talked about this on different calls before, but when you had fired that program director, you decided rather than hiring a new program director, you're going to go in and you're going to do the program director spot for three, six, eight months, whatever it was. And, and then not only did you do it, but you documented everything, and that's how you created your your policy and procedures manual for that position. Prior to that, you would just train somebody and then let them go free. And I'm I'm speaking freely here. I don't I don't know exactly what you did prior to that, but that's, well, that's my. You got it down. You probably heard the story enough times that you would know it already. But the thing is that you went in and you actually did the motions. You went through the actions. You saw what worked and what continually worked and what still maybe didn't work and switched it and changed it or, or kept it. And that was important because that was the, uh, you know, the basis for basically the DNA, the DNA structure of your school to be able to build upon, uh, which I think that a lot of, a lot of us as school owners are missing. We have the, the, the DNA of, the our system or our art and the moves and the requirements and you know but we don't necessarily have that in business and that's what you developed uh or one of the things i should say that you developed out of that but that was a very important piece what i like to call the skeleton you like to call the spider web but you know i I like that 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 idea of going through everything and making sure that you are you, you totally understand every aspect of your business and that's what we exactly, you know, that's what we ask our students to do. We ask our students to do the exact same thing. No, you you need to do that front kick, uh, you know, over again. But I yeah. know how to do it. Yes, I know you know how to do it. But there's a difference between knowing how to do it and doing it and actually doing it and, and right. not even having to think about the technique, feeling it and just letting it come out. And so right. I think that's where we need to be as school owners is, yeah. And, and here's the nice thing about that. When, when, schoolers, when school owners learn how to do that, you can then take, if for some reason um, 
the school shuts down, not because of what they did. Maybe it's just, you know, uh, I don't know, like Hurricane Katrina comes in and wipes everything out. Right. You have the tools to be able to rebuild it because you know exactly what you're supposed to do as opposed to, um, you know, not having those things or not really understanding how that works. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Oh, no, no, dude, that, that's exactly what, you know, I'm thinking. Like, I, you know, I look at it like, you know, um, a student and a parent says to me, uh, you know, Johnny has, uh, he's up for his blue stripe. And I say, really, who said, you know, and they go, well, you know, it's according to your time schedule. And I said, I have three criteria in my school. Number one, classes in. Number two, a period of time over the course of like two or three months, depending on the belt or the stripe, they have to have been there for that period of time. And the third thing is quality of movement, knowing their techniques and knowing them well um, so that they don't forget them two days later after they've crammed for the test and passed the test. So, uh, you know, I always tell the parents, I'm like, according to who? Who, who says he's ready? And they go, well, you know, according to your number. And I go, no, but he needs to learn the techniques better. Well, he's, he has it down, right? You know, I'm like, no, not really. You know, there he might know it, but I don't think he's proficient at it. I don't think he's got it down to a science where it's part of who he is. Um, again, people don't get that. That's not how the United States, especially the U.S., um, is trained, you know, growing up. I mean, our school system teaches learn material, take a test, pass or fail, move on. In fact, if you fail, they don't even give you enough time to learn it before you move on. So my daughter at one point in, in 10th grade was taking a 9th grade math class and a 10th grade math class simultaneously. She was learning what she couldn't understand the first time around and then learning advanced math. To me, it's almost like how do you learn how to run before you learn how to walk and you can't learn how to run and walk at the same time. That's the mindset of what people think, and that's how these business owners, school owners, and, and business owners run their businesses. Yeah, I have a every um, uh, every other Tuesday. I have a meeting that I get together with uh, two other owners of uh, different businesses, not not martial arts schools, but uh, in this town. And one has multiple businesses; the other one has just two. Uh, I mm -hmm. guess that would be multiple, but the other one has like three or four or five or whatever. But anyhow. Um, the uh, one of them was talking about the fact that, and he's in uh, sales and marketing. He one of the companies that he owns is a printing company, mm -hmm. um, and they do banners and a whole bunch of different things. Well, he was telling me about uh, a local studio here in town, not martial arts, but it's a local studio here in town that he had met at some BNI um, uh, function. And uh, they were talking, and, and he, you know, I guess in the BNI, you give your 60-second your pitch of what you do, and, and uh, he decided that business was easier to explain than all the other businesses that he has. And so the owner of that other business came up to him and said, hey, you know, I need help with my uh, website. And so he says, well, I'll, you know, I'll meet with you, and went over and met with her and uh, went over. Um, like just asking her simple questions, you know, well, who's your target market? Who's right. this? How do you get leads? How do you, I mean, and it was amazing. And I can remember when he was telling me this, I'm like, dude, I was there. I, I remember being that person, uh, not knowing what I was supposed to know at all. Um, right. and then just, you know, teaching the best classes I could teach and still wondering why, you know, I wasn't growing to the level that I wanted to grow to. And it's because yeah. of the, 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 the business mindset, the understanding how business works and functions and all of that, I had no, I, no clue.
absolutely right. no clue. And right. that's where I think we as martial arts school owners shoot ourselves in the foot sometimes, meaning that we know we don't want to be a sellout. We don't want to be McDojo, all that other stuff. So, you know, kind of like our interview with, uh, with David last, last time, um, yeah. we, you know, when we interviewed him, it, there's that mindset there that is, is holding us back, but yet we know that we need to know more about business and we think that there's a conflict there. And potentially right. there can be, there, I mean, rightly so, there can be a conflict between, um, you know, a, uh, what a coach would tell you to do and, uh, and, and, and what you believe you should be doing. But if you find the right coach, they're going to know how to, and, and you did a great job with, with David and, and you still do, but being able to understand where they're at, especially since you teach a very traditional art and so does he. And it's not yeah. to say that you don't help or can't help non-traditional places either because you can, but right. you are able to be sympathetic to that and understand their needs. And, but that's where we shoot ourselves in the foot is we think that, you know, we know it all. Um, right. but yet we still feel inadequate in certain areas and we don't want to go out and get help. We want to just figure it out ourselves and nobody, nobody's done that. I mean, everybody that's anybody has gone to get help. Right. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not know, trying to do a sales pitch for coaching. I'm just saying that you, you got to get help. Um, right. Yeah. Well, help, help is, you know, hey, hey, you know, what's interesting about our industry is that, um, and, and I'm a prime example of this where I ran a very lucrative, very successful landscape company um, when before I opened up my, my school that, you know, 20 some odd years ago. Then for like four or five years, I ran my landscape construction company simultaneously side by side. I was lucky to have four crews out there doing design work, sprinkler systems, decking, the whole nine, making a huge amount of money. I had a maintenance crews, two of them that did fertilizations and did lawn cutting. Um, and I would go out and I was a businessman. I upsold my clients from, you know, lawn cutting to lawn care, to a deck, to a sprinkler, to a this and that, and kept on going. I mean, with life, I had a lifetime idea of what my customers should be. It's very similar to what we do in the martial art business. Then I would run home. My crew would literally drive past my house, drop me off. I'd, I'd shower, take a nap. Um, my wife at the time would, would wake me up and make sure I didn't sleep oversleep, and then I'd shoot to the school and teach while my crew was finishing up their landscaping. However, I'd walk through the door, and I literally, the minute I walked through the door, I changed how I thought as a businessman because – I was taught by my teacher that you never ask for money, you never, you know, charge that much, you don't have shirts, you don't upsell, you don't do it. And I literally ran a business in the exact opposite of how I ran my, my um, landscape construction company. I was a business as a landscaper, but I was a karate guy as a, as a, a, a martial art business owner. And it was, it was a yeah. wild until that epiphany that, you know, the oh crap moment or the aha moment happened when I go like, why am I doing this? I'm not only am I hurting myself, but I'm hurting my students. I'm hurting what potential they could have and all these crazy cool things that they could be doing, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I was lost. It was really kind of a thing. And I see a lot of school owners, they don't even take their advice that they give their students and say, practice, practice, practice. Every week you got to do the moves five, six times. And they, they don't even think, wow, I should be doing this as a business owner. I should be doing all that stuff, practice, 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 learn new techniques, practice them until you master them. You know, they just want to, like you and I always say, that bright, shiny object, plug in the box, get it done, and move on. So it's a terrible mindset for school owners to think that way. 
Well, a couple of things. Number one is we have to understand, and and I, I can't remember working my butt off, and it sounds like that's what you did too. I mean, obviously, when you decided to hang up the um, well, what would you hang up as a landscaper? Um, yeah, I don't know. I hang up the hang up the brick. <laughs> okay, hang up the lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> when you decided to hang that up and and you know dive deep into the martial arts that you loved, there there was a lot of work that was involved, and there was a lot of late nights and weekends and missing this and missing that. And I understand, you know, like with Tim Ferriss's four-hour work week idea. Um, that would be wonderful if you could do that as a school owner. Uh, you know what, I don't total crap anyway, because you know that's what you want to eventually get to. He never. I don't care what his book says and what he says. He didn't start off working four hours a work a week, right? Right. He, he put all the systems together and invented all these things and worked his butt off. I'm sure no one could survive and grow. I, I just read a great quote by Mark Cuban, and he said, I, "I don't know exactly what the quote was, but I saw it on Instagram today." Mark Cuban, billionaire, and he said something like. Um, if you're if you're working super hard, work as if the guy your competitor is working ten times harder, so that he doesn't take your business over. Something to that effect. Like make sure that you're working as hard, if not harder, than your competitors at all times. So well, and that's that's statement. Yeah, and 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 look at he's he's a what a millionaire, a billionaire, whatever he is. I mean, billionaire, yeah, so, billionaire, landmark, yeah. Theater. Owns the, the the Dallas Mavericks or whatever it is the the team so yeah pretty crazy stuff. Well, and and that just goes to show you that even at that level they're working hard. Um, right. And oh yeah. Not, and and we don't we don't run uh, an internet business. We don't run. Let me say that again. We don't run an internet business. We have a brick and mortar business. If you are the instructor, you have to be there every single day, and you have to instruct until you. Raise up people to be able to take over part of the instruction. I mean, I go in, like this week, I'm going to go in um, Monday, today, actually, when we're doing this call. The only class that I have to teach uh, today is the black belt class. So I'm going to go in today and teach the black belt class. Now, Wednesday and Thursday, we have our Bully Buster programs going on. We've advertised all month um, you know, to bring people in, and, and this is going to be for our own clientele, too. So I will teach from, what, 4.30 on Wednesday all the way till 8.15. And then, you know, basically the same thing, let's say, on on Thursday. Right. And I, you know, I'm normally not teaching all those classes, but I did. Um, Even if they weren't Bully Buster classes, I would would teach all those classes. I remember teaching every single one of those classes. Um, And now I – but I had to work into a position where I could – have people that I could know, that I liked, that I trusted, that I, you know, knew that they would run the classes the way that I wanted them to be run. But I'm still there. I mean, I'm I'm there. Like last week, I I was there Monday and Wednesday uh, at six o'clock, and I was there until um, it it closed at at, at uh, eight thirty. Um, Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, a little different. All I had to do was go in and 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 I. Uh, Taught the junior black belt classes at 4:30. I was done by 5:30. I was out of there by six, and then I was there all day Friday because I had meetings, I had a staff meeting, and so I'm still an active part of my school. It, you know what has happened though is by developing the staff, I have been able to 
um, free myself to actually do more things that would impact our school and even my staff more um, than if I had to teach every, t uh, every single day because then I would be exhausted to be able to do those things. But going back to the fact that, number one, I guess what I'm saying with that is, look, hard work is going to happen, and you have to do it. But I want you to understand, my mom told me this, right? Uh, right. You, you figure our parents, right, would, would actually – my mom's not a business person at all, but this has always stuck with me. And she, you know, she said that uh, this, this too shall pass. And it's right. been so, so right in, in, in every area of my life, not just in the business area, but any area of my life. It's not going to keep on being bad, and it's not going to keep on being good either. So you gotta, you got to make sure that you are in motion – you can't be stagnant. Now, that's not to say that we don't take time off, that we don't plan vacations or anything. I mean, I'm closed, uh, I'm mean, like five and a half weeks out of the year. Right. Um, who, who gets a five and a half week vacation in our industry? Well, I do, yeah. you know, yeah. and, uh, and I believe it was, uh, uh, and I, I, don't, I, can't, I don't remember his title. It, I, it might be Sheehan, I don't know. Um, I just known him by the name of Mike Pace. He's the one that introduced me to that idea, um, you know, through uh, Member Solutions when I had met him uh, that, you know, he takes time off. And he was telling me, and I'm like, no way, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so I, I, I implemented it, and it's great. But there's hard work that's involved uh, for us as school owners, and we have to go through the paces. We have to do the things. Like, for instance, uh, I know that we're going to end this call here pretty soon because I'm leaving my house to go to an insurance agency, which I don't think I've talked about on the call here um, with the listeners, but I'm doing some coaching with this insurance agency. And one of the things that I, uh, I'm doing like today is I gave an assignment to each of these agents to do a time diary of their week. And so one of them I'm meeting with today to go over his week. Now, Last week, I met with uh, another one, and we went over her week, and she was just amazed at the, uh, the time that she spends on nonproductive things in her day. And so right. then from there, we were able to come up, come up with some, uh, some policies and procedures that people wouldn't interrupt her and, and a whole bunch of different things. But anyways, she, I was amazed that she actually – went through and did the time diary. And, and I know that this young man that I'm going to meet with uh, today, I know he's already done it. I'm, I'm, I am elated. But there's so many school owners that we've asked to do that, right, that uh, <laughs> they don't see, they don't even trust us um, to see that, that, that what we're doing actually has some validity. So I'll let you kind of go, go off of that and then, and then close us because I know that uh, um, we got to end because I have to leave. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll get, we'll wrap it up real quick, and it, it's amazing to me at, at how, um, you know, how you you see this wasted time, you see this non-productive time, uh, lack of getting to the day-to-day, -day, the the real essence of what you should be doing as a business owner because you're caught in the minutia and what I always say on our calls, the thick of things, you know. Um, I kind of stole that line from uh, Stephen Covey where, you know, we just get in there and we're just working, you know, and it's very easy to get, you know, caught up in the tide and the tide pulls you off course and you're constantly now fighting to try to get yourself back on track. Sometimes school owners don't even know they're off track. You know, I talk to people all the time and I say, hey, listen, you know, you need to do this, this, and this, and 
and I have a few clients that, you know, I, I've been trying to get them to get me their DNA, their list of students, their, you know, their expenses for years, and not just one, but many of them, because they're, they're afraid, I think, in, in, in their head, they don't realize this, but in, in, uh, in reality, they're afraid to actually get down and see what they're doing, the numbers. Sometimes it's scary. It's better to not look at it. It's what I call the ostrich syndrome, where they, they sit with their head in the sand until everything is gone, and then they pop their head out, hoping that there's no tiger waiting to pounce on them at that point. Um, so anyway, I think it's real important. I, we had a good call. I know you got to go. We didn't want to make it too long, so we'll wrap it up. But maybe we'll continue with this mindset of, you know, some very basic tasks that you need to focus on to really, you know, grow your numbers and grow your school on a regular basis on the next call. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm glad for this call. I have to share this with everybody. Listen, um, I, I, and I'm going to mess the title up of the book. I don't have it in front of me. But uh, Mike Dolphy's had um, a book that was something with regards to it was um, motivation or no uh, motion before motivation or something like that. And it escapes me the title right now, but that's pretty close to the title. And what I like about that is it it, and he goes through and he and he he talks about it. But the fact that you have to get out and actually. make things happen and then the motivation comes it's not vice versa uh, I, even with running i mean i i talked to you i've told you about that i just got done with a run or what have you and and uh, well i don't always like going out for a run sometimes in fact i hate it uh, but you know to walk out there and go and do it but once i get finished with the run now i'm motivated and that's the same concept with your schools so share this with uh you know, share this with all of uh, your martial arts friends that you feel that, you know, this would benefit their business. Um, and, uh, you know, send them to schoolownertalk.com where they can download it or um, they can, you know, subscribe to iTunes or what have you. So, Allie, thank you very much for everything, sir. Yeah, Dwayne, me too. You have a great day. And everyone out there, thanks for being with us. Take care.